Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. This is a podcast to help men fully and truly thrive by overcoming nice guy syndrome. My name is Katherine Brooks. I am a life coach for men, and I am obsessed with helping you release the unhelpful habits of being a nice guy so that you can actually simply be yourself. That's what we're here for. And if you're curious what nice guy syndrome actually is, the way I like to describe it is nice guys have a foundational worldview that if they are nice and agreeable, then in return, they deserve love, belonging, and to have their needs met without having to ask. That is what makes a nice guy. Their niceness and their agreeability is actually currency for them. They exchange niceness for social validation. They exchange niceness for love and belonging. And the reason why nice guy syndrome ends up being so limiting for men is because it keeps you stuck in this loop of never actually being able to validate yourself. And so you never actually able to cultivate healthy self-esteem, which is self-esteem that comes from you. And that actually does not have anything to do with your circumstances. So we are here together at this audio party to help you release the next layer of nice guy syndrome so you can reveal what's underneath that, the actual real you. And today we are talking about a subject that is extremely dear to my heart. Today's episode is how to be a great friend. And I'm breaking this down into two parts this week and next week because there's a lot of juice here. And the reason why this is so important to me is because four years ago, I actually had a falling out with a very dear friend. A big reason why is because at that time in my life, I did not have the skills to be in a close friendship that was going through struggle in a way that was supportive to the dynamic. I didn't have the transparent communication skills that were necessary. I didn't have the boundary setting skills that were necessary. Falling out with that friend was incredibly difficult. It felt like a breakup. It was really, really hard. Six months after that, I was on the phone with one of my mentors and I was telling her that I was still feeling really broken up about it. And she said to me, listen, when really tough things like this happen, the only way to make good on the fact that you went through this hard experience is to learn something from it and change moving forward. So I really sat down and said, okay, what's going to change here? And I decided that I needed to figure out how to be a better friend and to be a friend, not just in the great times. How could I really show up for people and really create the environment in a friendship where people felt like they could really rely on me, where there was safety, where there was trust and nourishment and fun and play and celebration and all those things were baked into the dynamic. And friendship for me has been mighty important my whole life because I've actually been single for most of my life. And so my friends have been my family. They've 
been my plus one to weddings. They have been my emergency contacts. They've been my community when I've lived far away from family. And our culture places so much emphasis on romantic partnership as being your primary emotional support system. Personally, I believe that having a community of support is a much healthier way and can feel like you have this just amazing web behind you so that if you needed to fall back and be caught, people would be there for you. Now in my life, my friendships are probably the biggest point of pride that I have in my whole life. I say that because they're thriving. I now exist in many friendships where the foundation is trust and love and acceptance and fun and laughter. It really took me four years to figure out how I needed to show up in order to cultivate relationships at this level of depth and in order to attract people into my life who also wanted to relate at this level of depth. That's important too. And I've learned a few things along the way. So I want to share with you today some of my insights that have really worked for me. And so this is how to be a great friend. Here's where we're going to start. I want you to ask yourself, what kind of friendships do I want? There are lots of different ways to connect with friends. Do you want close friends who you can have deep life affirming conversations with and call when you really need help and who will come to the hospital if God forbid you're there and need visitors? Do you want party buddies? Do you love to see live music and you could really use some people in your life who would join you? Do you want cooking buddies or dining out buddies, people to join you when you go try new restaurants? Do you want a fitness companion? All of these ways of being in friendship are 100% okay. And what can be really helpful is to just sit down and ask yourself, what kind of friendships do I want? And your first response might be, I have no idea. For me, I knew I wanted to have friends that felt like family. I've always lived really far from my actual blood relatives. And so I like the experience of being a part of a community that almost feels like a village where we get the best parts of small town energy without the parts where everybody's up in your business and you feel like you never have any privacy. The good parts where people show up for you and they leave banana bread on your doorstep when you have a big win. People to check up on you when they know you're going through a hard time. I wanted really close friendships. And so when I was thinking about, okay, what do I need to do or change about myself and the way that I show up in order to be able to cultivate a community of close friends? And for you, maybe you're looking for friends to go running with or cycling with or to do one of your activities with. That's cool too. Let's just start by naming what kind of friendships do you want? Second, what is important to you in a friendship? When I moved to Austin about a year ago, I had coffee with a friend of a friend. It was wonderful getting to know her. And she said to me at the very end, she said, listen, here's the kind of friend I am. I don't need you to show up on time. If you need to cancel last minute, that's cool. She's like, basically, 
nothing about logistics are going to affect being friends with me is what she said. So she was like, when I'm in, I'm in. So if you're not able to get together for several months or I don't hear from you, she's like, none of that's going to impact the friendship. And what I loved about her being so clear with me is I knew exactly where I stood. She basically set the rules and it's because she was clear on what's important to her in a friendship. Give yourself a moment and ask just what is important to me? And you could draw upon experiences you've had and maybe even experiences that you didn't like about people you were spending time with. I know that for me, there are a few things that really matter. Regularity of connection. So if I live in the same place as people, I want to see them fairly often. If I don't, for some of my long distance friends, I want to be in touch often. Sending a text, a voice note, having a phone call. I want to be a regular part of people's lives. I also really want to know what's up in somebody's life. I really like to be brought along with the story of my friends' lives and what's happening. And so I also know if I'm meeting someone who's a potential friend and opening up and sharing about their story isn't something that they're available for, it's probably not going to be a fit, at least not straight away. It's also important for me to be in friendships where I know that we have shared values. And this is subtle. This is just from what I'm picking up in our time together. I don't list out my values the first time I meet somebody and say, you got these two, but in their expression, are they talking about things that are important to them that happen to be things that are important to me too? So what is important to you in a friendship? It's okay to own what you want here. It's okay to say, I want to talk to my friends every single day, or I want to have a friend who calls me. I don't want to take 100% of the initiative. Whatever qualities are important to you, just allow yourself to have those. I notice judgment comes up for people often when they're trying to dim down what's important to them. And that's just not helpful if you actually want to connect with people in a meaningful way. So we're going to start with asking what kind of friendships do you want? And then second, what's important to you in a friendship? Here's something about being a great friend that people don't often talk about. And it's knowing your values. Do you know what your values are? And I often recommend having four top values just in your mind because we all have more than that. But knowing our top four can really help guide us to understand who am I resonating with? Why? What am I looking for? What qualities in somebody else am I looking for? You can do a values exercise on the internet. Go Google it. You can pull a list of values, go through it with a highlighter and say, here's what's important to me. Nail down your top four if you don't have them already. And what you want to start looking for in your current friendships and as you get to know new people is, are we aligned here? It's hard to be a great friend if your values do not align with someone else. It is a much smoother experience of friendship when there is value overlap. Not identical values, 
but when there is overlap. This to me now is one of the most important things for me with my friendships. I want to have aligned values because I want to be able to show up for people in a way that really works for me and works for them. And that's easiest when we know that we prioritize the same types of things in life. Plus compromising yourself. So showing up in relationships where your values are not represented can be really, really challenging and energetically draining. So knowing your values is important. So that is the third thing that I want to mention today. Now, when we are in friendships, here are two ways that are going to make you a great friend. Confidentiality. Do not share other people's shit without their permission. Even if it doesn't seem sensitive to you, don't share without their permission. Confidentiality and being a trusted source is a big way to build trust. This sounds kind of obvious and it's really, really worth keeping in mind. It can be super easy to slip up even in an excited way and share with another person information that someone told you. And I would say if you don't have their permission, just don't do it. So confidentiality, huge. And then another one is follow up. And follow up is one that I had to learn in certain ways. And this means both follow up with people, reach out, ask them to hang out, follow up on conversations. If someone says, hey, I have a really big presentation two weeks from now, send them a text and say, how did that go? Be actively engaged beyond the in-person hangout. And following up also means if you get together with somebody and you say, oh, let's do this again, reach out, hit them up and put a date on the calendar. Following up is huge. I've coached many men who don't follow up with their friends and they wonder why they sometimes feel socially isolated. Following up on both things that the person has said and on getting together is how you keep a friendship flowing. Follow up. It makes people feel seen to have you address something that they shared. It makes people feel heard and that builds connection. Okay. That is the first round of what we are talking about when it comes to how to be a great friend. I'm really excited to dive deeper into actual qualities of a friendship in part two next week. Go out there today and follow up with one person in your life. That's your invitation. And sit down and ask yourself, what kind of friendships do I want? There's so much narrative to think about what kind of partnership I want, what kind of romantic relationship I want. And it's so rare to hear anyone say, I actually really know the types of friendships I want and I'm not willing to settle for anything less. And I want to invite you to consider taking that stance and what the impact might be on your whole life. All of the friendships in it really matched what you were looking for socially. That's your takeaway today. 
Thank you so much for joining. As a heads up, I have a few open spots in my one-to-one coaching program, and I would love to talk to you about it. So if you would like to take this work deeper, if you would like to actively shed the nice guy syndrome so that you have access to a shitload more satisfaction, joy, abundance, fulfillment, that is the work that we do together. And I work with clients for six months, one-to-one, And the very first step is to schedule a discovery call with me. The link to do so is in the show notes. I would love to speak with you. Thank you for being here. This is no more Mr. Nice Guy. I will see you next week.